Earlier this week, Apple backed up the truck and dropped a whole bunch of operating systems on us. iOS 17, iPad OS 17, TV OS 17, and Watch OS 10. They're all here, and we're talking about them in this episode of the Macworld Podcast. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Macworld Podcast. I'm Roman Loyola, here with Jason Cross. Good morning. And Michael Simon. Hello, sir. The fall season is upon us, at least here in the Northern Hemisphere. We got like another day, Roman. <laughs> is it not officially fall yet? I think the, the 20th. We're, we're recording this on the 19th. Oh, okay. that's right. right. See, <laughs> I always go by the, uh, oh, it's Labor Day, so it must be fall, kind of. I know that's not the proper. Yeah, for most, for most, for all intents and purposes, September is fall. If, 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 if yeah. the kids are back in school, it's fall. So the fall means new operating systems. It also means new iPhones and Apple Watches, but we'll we'll talk about that in a future episode. Uh, we actually talked about that last episode, too. Yeah, so. Everyone's sick of the new iPhone already. <laughs> <laughs> so we got new operating systems, so we're going to talk about them in this show. So should we just go ahead and jump right into it since yeah. we got a lot to talk about? iOS 17 is out. Some of us have been running the betas for a while, and we've talked about in past episodes. So I have to make an admission uh, at the top of the show. I was running the iOS 17 beta, mm -hmm. and then I got admitted to Waymo, and the Waymo app would not work with the iOS 17 beta for some reason. Oh. So, so I had to uninstall it. I did like what I what I was using when I was using it. I liked it. I always ask off the top of the segment if users should install it right away and then dive in deeper as to why you should install it. There are some who uh, always say, I always wait for the first update, right? Uh, yeah. And uh, just because of bugs and stuff like that. Uh, it seems to be, I mean, you can never go off personal experience. That's a user base of one, a sample size of one. <laughs> but both of my personal experience, but also just seems to be looking around online and everything. It's fairly bug free. Yeah. And I, I would say that you're probably very safe going ahead and getting on the initial run this time, unless it's something like you just said, Roman, where it's like, you know, like yeah. you're waiting for Waymo to drop an app update that specifically says it supports iOS 17. If you're not in that kind of situation where you're like, I know there's an app that doesn't work and I got to wait for that. I think you're yeah. probably pretty safe going ahead and getting this initial release. It seems a lot more polished and bug-free than is typical for the very first release. Yeah, there's always like the usual upgrade issues that could be solved with a restart or yeah. maybe quitting <laughs> cash or something uh -huh. like that or quitting an app or something like that. Like I, I, have, mm -hmm. I have experienced a, a small bit of that. Like, for example, my alarm system didn't connect to Wi-Fi for whatever reason. I had a, I had a quick the app come back in and then it did. But yeah, for the most part, it's been pretty bug free. Um, and by this point, so it's been about 24 hours. You would have heard somebody report something if there was like a, a, a fairly widespread Major. bug that was affecting the yep. phone app or messages or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. um, and we we haven't come across anything, you know, on like Reddit or something. So yeah. I'm going to agree with Jason and say that, yeah, it's first of all, it's similar enough to iOS 16 where it won't be like a shock to your system. And there's enough cool stuff where... It's it's worth having as early as possible, and you know it's stable and seems to be you know running smoothly. Performance, battery life, all that you know it's been a day, but still it seems right. it seems fine. There's about five or six sort of major things 
that yeah. are new there. There's a there's 500 little things, right? But there's yeah. the, the the main things that are new that are that are there and not coming in a later update is you got the standby thing, like when you whenever it's charging in horizontal, doesn't have to be on a MagSafe stand, even though they always show that if it's charging in horizontal, you get uh like a big display that you can customize a little bit can be your calendar weather time etc um most useful with always on display obviously but it does technically work on all the iPhones so the 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 next feature is good about the contact posters which is that's a pretty cool feature that's basically just like your customizable lock screen kind of same workflow pick a font pick your name pick a picture pick a background a, style and all that but the whole point of that is that's what somebody some other iphone user will see when you call them so instead of just getting maybe your little circular picture like icon in your name whatever they put in their contacts it's you being in charge of what they see when you call and and it should update when there's update and stuff Um, so that's pretty cool it's only going to work for other iphones but it's a neat little feature and going along with that is the new name drop thing where you just touch the tops of your phones together and swap contact info and contact poster uh which is handy um that will also work for um and i think yeah you might have to have an iphone with ultra wideband to do it it might just be nsc but that will also work with sharing stuff so airdrop can be triggered that way Instead of having to open share sheet, airdrop, pick a person, blah, blah, blah. You can just have your phone, your photo open, touch the tops of your phones together, and it'll just go like you want to share this with that person. So that's handy. Um, there's some stuff coming to airdrop later, like being able to continue your airdrop over the internet. Like if you've got a big video, it's gonna take a while to airdrop. You don't have to hang around that person. You can leave and it'll finish yeah. sending it to them over the internet. That's coming later. Yeah, can't wait for that um, feature. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I that's not something I've run into a lot, but I can see how that's super annoying when yeah. you do have. It has happened occasionally where I've taken a bunch of like vacation pictures and I'm going to airdrop them to like my mom, and it's it's like a hundred pictures, <laughs> and they're big. Right. Yep, and it's like, well, all right, we'll just wait five minutes, but I'm not that's going anywhere tough. anyway. I can stay in the room for five minutes, <laughs> but I can see why that's for some people an annoying annoying thing. Live voicemail transcription, that's really cool. Uh, your phone does have to be unlocked. So you'll have to like look at your phone, but you'd be looking at your phone to read it anyway. <laughs> but if your phone is kind of flat on a desk and off to the side and it's locked, you're not going to see words go scrambling up the screen until you look at it and it face ID unlocks your phone. But it will, you'll see in text up on and you can choose to accept that call. You know, that's kind of cool. Um, and you can leave FaceTime voicemails for people if you FaceTime someone and they don't pick up. Um, there's a bunch of little stuff in messages like stickers and there's kind of a redesigned interface and, and everything. The big one, I think, is there's a new language model that they're using, a new transformer language model. It's like a whole new ML model for language. Think of it like the way chat GPT like constructs sentences and stuff. At, but but on a way, 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 way smaller scale. So it can do things like predictive text, the rest of your sentence and all. 
And it's used throughout. So it means series understanding you better. You can say, you can drop the hay and just say Siri if you want. It, it affects autocorrect. It affects dictation. You know, anywhere you're doing text to voice or voice to text or text prediction or anything, all that stuff seems to have gotten much, much better in iOS 17. And I think we're probably now that it's out and a bunch of people are updating. I'm really curious to see what's going to happen after a couple of weeks. Are people going to go like, hey, Siri's good now? Because <laughs> it's it's not like it has a vast number of capabilities, but the amount to which it misunderstands you or doesn't, d- doesn't answer what you think you're asking or whatever is pretty bad right now. And that's what's gotten so much better in iOS 17. I should point out that the whole thing where you don't have to say hey anymore and can just say say Siri is an option. And it's not necessarily enabled by default. I'm not sure, (laughs) but I do know when I updated my HomePod, it wasn't working and I had to open the Home app, long press on the HomePod, choose settings and go in there and change it to, it says, listen for Hey Siri and like change that to listen for Siri or Hey Siri. So there's a setting in this, in settings Siri on your iPhone as well that lets you choose to ignore that to, whether you need, need to say the hey or not. But also, I think Siri also lets it uh, so that you can make multiple co- requests without triggering Siri again. Like as soon mm-hmm. as Siri's done talking, it still listens for a second or so to see if you're asking it something else or telling it to do something else. So you can string together commands. Google's had that ability for a while as an option. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's pretty handy, but with Google, it seems to think any talking I do after one command is a new command, even if I'm just like talking to my wife or something, right? Mm. So I probably tell it to turn on the lights and then I just start talking to a person. It thinks my talking to that person is a command and says, I don't know what you're talking about. I can't do that. Um, Siri seems to be really good about that. It seems to kind of look look at the chunk of text you go and go, oh, that's clearly not a command. So whatever language model they're using to kind of understand you, it seems a lot better. It, I mean, it's it's pretty good with that. With um, even when you like trigger it by mistake, mm-hmm. like sometimes I'll see I have I have a, a HomePod Mini on my desk and I'll see it light up because I said something that it thinks was Hey Siri. And then mm-hmm. it'll just go off because it realizes that, okay, that was a mistake. He didn't ask me anything and I'll, I'll just go about my day. So yeah. it's it's a continuation of that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it seems, seems to be pretty well. See. <laughs> ah, you got <laughs> it that time. It didn't, it didn't work there. <laughs> <laughs> Have you updated it yet, though? Not the HomePod, no. The phone. Ah, well, well maybe It's should, still on I 16. Check, but I don't think so. I don't think I did but to to update your HomePods, by the way, because they sometimes take a while to update on their own auto update. Open the Home app. Don't select your HomePod while you're in your home. Uh, main screen. Select the More button, the triple dot button at the top, and then choose what is it called? Settings or Home uh, Home Settings? Yeah, Home Settings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So don't select your HomePod, select the more on your main home and then home settings and then scroll down to software update. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a little confusing. The home app is, it got better a couple of years ago, but it's still a little wonky. So there's some stuff like pass key and there's, you know, uh, a nice 
feature in photos is the people album where you can designate a person and then it will process your photos while your phone's plugged in and turned off and then collect all those people images together that well that'll do dogs and cats now so you can put your pets in there um and because they're family members <laughs> and and i think it also will let you see groups of people who you don't have as like a a contact or anything like you don't have to name them it's just like here's a whole bunch of the same person and then you can go name them later if you want have you tried any of the new uh facetime features i know they're like you can now leave facetime messages when you make a facetime call i haven't i haven't tried it yeah my FaceTime flow is always I call I'm I'm calling somebody and then halfway into my call I'm like oh well you want to FaceTime because they want to show me something. Yeah, I never cold call someone over FaceTime. I always text them first to see if they're there and then I'll yeah. FaceTime them. Yeah, uh, yeah. But uh, there's a whole generation of kids. Yeah, that, that's like their primary right. form of communication is FaceTime. Yeah. Sometimes, like my my son will use it. And his his iPad's on his desk, like facing up. And I'm like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I'm talking to my friend." I'm like, "But you're like you're using FaceTime, but you're not even looking at them." But because like that's they that's right. just yeah. the, the the thing they know now. Yes. Yes. So, and they don't switch it to um, FaceTime audio. They both right. have video of each other's ceilings, right? Of <laughs> <laughs> and they're, and they're just basically on speakerphone. Yeah, right. that's exactly right. There is FaceTime yeah. audio for that, but you know, whatever. It's not yeah. you're on Wi-Fi. It's not taking up any data. Yeah, it's fine. It's just funny. I have tried. It's a it's a feature of TVOS 17, where they use continuity camera to let you FaceTime on TV, um, and it uses the camera and mic on your iPhone as your camera and mic, but your it just shows the picture on your TV, and and puts this audio output through your TV. Uh, that worked really well during, I tried that during beta. I haven't tried it since release. It worked great. The only issue is that you always look like you're looking down or up wherever you put your phone. Like a TV is so big that even if you're kind of across the room looking at your, and you're looking at your TV, cause you're looking at the other person's face. It's going to look like if your phone's below the T below your TV, it's going to look like you're looking up the whole time. <laughs> So, yeah, it would be neat if they did some of that ML magic like they do with the, your eyes to make your eyes look like they're looking at the screen. I mean, looking at the camera right. on FaceTime. That's the, like a little subtle thing they do. It'd be great if they could do that with like your head tilt <laughs> yeah. on the FaceTime on TV mm -hmm. stuff. Because it totally, it totally works fine. It's just like, where am I going to put this phone? On the previews, they have people just perfectly positioned and looking at the yeah. camera as if the, the whole TV is a camera looking at you, and it's not. Yeah, right. they're looking at the phone as yeah. though they're and just not even seeing the other person's face, and it's right. pre and pretending, you know. And that's not what it's like when you're actually yeah. using it, because <laughs> you you, you want to look at the screen, obviously. Yeah, right. I mean, I have that problem now. My camera is positioned above my monitor, as most people are, so I'm yeah. looking at you. So my eyes are naturally lower than they should be. That just gets compounded on the right, TV like thing because the TVs are TV, so yeah. much bigger. Even though you're further away, that angle is worse. So it's mm -hmm. not no longer just your eyes. It's like your whole head tilt is off. <laughs> yeah. On the other hand, it's really fun for the, it's more fun for the other people, the people you're calling because they kind of get it. They get your whole living room or whatever 
right? They they get like this whole view of where they are. You can turn on the uh, what do they call it when you follow? They did it on the Mac for center stage. Center stage. There is center. There is center stage support, so that you can it'll use the wide angle camera and kind of follow you around if you want. But you can also just let them see your whole living room, and it's way easier to FaceTime somebody if you want to get your pets in the shot or anything like that. You're not you're not restricted to holding it at arm's length, right? So you can just get so much more in it. You can see, you can you can do stuff like that. There were some reports that iOS 17 would be the uh, first time that Apple would allow, not necessarily in the U.S., but would allow third-party um, stores and sideloading in order to comply with an order from the European Union, the Digital Markets Act. I have not heard anything about this at all uh, during the beta period and nothing since iOS has, 17 has been released. Uh, yeah, that doesn't appear to have actually become a thing yet. Someone somewhere would have, would have found it. There was some reports that maybe they would only do it in Europe, but I don't think it's it's a thing. Maybe it'll come later. Maybe it'll come with iOS 18. Maybe yeah. it won't come at all. The compliance deadline is March 5th of 2024 um and there have been a number of other companies that have you know reports have come out of these other companies that are like well we're we're going ahead making an alternative app store waiting for this to happen right Mm -hmm. but it's not clear exactly what apple is going to have to do to comply they they do need to allow third-party payment platforms so it may be that within the eu they don't force you for in-app purchases to go through in like the Apple's in-app purchase thing, mm-hmm. which which they already do for anything you where you buy physical goods. If you load up the Amazon app and buy a, you know, spatula, it you you're not gonna <laughs> you're not gonna have to get pay through Apple. You, you can use any credit card you want or any physical service like Uber and everything. They would just need to allow that for everything in the EU. But the other thing is just like allow users to install apps without doing it through the app store. That's not necessarily mean allow other app stores or anything. I mean, who knows how many hoops they have to, they can let you jump through and still be compliant with that. And who knows what Apple's going to complain, claim they're already compliant with, right? And then fight it out in court for the next two years. But in and terms of just it, being compliant, they they have until March. So it wouldn't be iOS 18 if there's a change. If there's a change, it's going to have to come in like 17.3 or something like that. There's also the possibility that Apple would just say, screw it, fine us, and we'll pay it. And we're not changing anything because this, this happened already. So in uh, there was a, a, a ruling... Uh, in, in the Netherlands, I believe, where they they had to change uh, dating apps to right. allow yeah. for third party payment options, and they they charged some exorbitant rate for you know when they implemented it, and the government was like, "Well, that's not good enough," and that was like, "Well, we don't care, fine, fine us," and they did like five million dollars a month up to fifty million. They were like, "All right." We'll just pay it. Like we're not yeah. gonna 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 compromise or or sacrifice right. our security and our system and our you know our our revenue stream over this. So yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if March or, or you know that deadline comes and goes, 
and nothing changes. And then the EU is like, all right, well, we're going to fine you X number of dollars per day, per week, per month, whatever it is. Well, Apple just, it, just in, accepts it. in this case, there's, there's no, I, I believe Apple would fight it out. I believe Apple would do something to claim they're compliant and then fight out the language of it in court. Yeah. I yeah, don't yeah, think that, they're just going to say, forget it, pay, uh, fine us, because do you know what the fine is for this thing? It's up I to ten percent of your worldwide annual turnover. Oh. Well, that, that's a lot of. Oh, money. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> a little is, more than five million. <laughs> that's yeah, that is right. huge. And then yeah. and then there's more in if you have repeated infringements. So huge teeth on this thing, and uh, I don't know what Apple's going to do. If anything, I don't think they're going to publicize it very well. They'll, they'll probably change something and only within the EU and it will and then claim compliance and then the EU's regulatory body will say no that's not compliant and you have to do this this and this and then it, it'll take two three years to fight it out that'd, that'd be my guess but I, they're gonna have to do something because I I don't think what they have now and I haven't heard them say oh we're fully compliant with the new law like I haven't no th- that's never not been. at all no. And this isn't like USB-C. Like USB-C, they kind of gritted their teeth, but ultimately said, all right, we can we can turn this into a good thing. Right. There's mm-hmm. no spinning this in their favor. Like they're going to do it and they're going to be like, you, they're going to throw up warning signs and pop-ups on every step of yes. the way to tell you that oh, you yeah. shouldn't do this. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. And you're going you're gonna to see the increase of those commercials about people uh, about the safety of the app store and things like that oh yeah Yeah. absolutely yeah so if we do see it in ios 17 it'll come in probably in an update later maybe along with some other features that are coming later like some apple music features yeah there's some collaborative playlist stuff in apple music that's coming later there's yeah so the journal app is coming this year but later this year and it's it's all about like journaling and it's going to take all this on device machine learning about where you went and pictures you took and the things you did that day and your workouts and exercise and all this stuff and kind of help you build a journal of like you know what i do today kind of thing and and make suggestions for you and everything and then there'll be frameworks for third-party apps to tie their data into there and of course it's all encrypted and on device so it's not like nobody's spying on all the stuff you did that day. Uh, yeah, I wonder what the usage rate of that's going to be. Last year, they came out with that um, freeform whiteboarding app. And yeah, I don't know. Do people use it? Maybe. I I don't. I've never even opened it. But I'm sure someone somewhere does. I mean, it looks pretty slick if that's what, something you need for your for your day. Yeah, uh, I, I know journaling think... apps were once popular. I don't know if they are anymore. Like like day one was super popular yeah, like they're five having, years they ago have... or something. They're kind of having a moment right now, a little bit. They are kind of popular. Probably the most important feature of iOS 17 is the stickers feature. <laughs> At least from a teenager's like point of view. I'm not. Yeah, this. I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not a, a, a teenager or a or a millennial or anybody who uses stickers. But I mean, I'm People, sure they're they're popular and used. People. I like gotta. I gotta yeah. admit, it's a pretty slick little like interface in the sense that. Um, they're using that thing where you can hold your finger on a subject of a photo to kind of cut the subject out. Mm-hmm. You can do that to make a on any picture, 
now. And now you can do that on any picture and just choose to make a sticker out of it. And then when you make a sticker out of it, you can choose for that to be like a foily sticker or a puffy sticker or whatever. And then as you like tilt your phone, it kind of reflects and and looks Mm -hmm. glossy in the way that like a puffy sticker would or something. It's kind of a a good job. It's really cool. I don't use any of this stuff. For people who care, it's like a really slick. Yeah. And I can see how you want to turn one of your selfies or even just literally take one in the moment of you making a face just to send a sticker on one of your friend's texts. You know, I can see somebody doing that. Sure. And it's one of those like only on iPhone things that, you know, just makes it a little bit more locked into this. Yeah. This, this, and even outside of the custom stickers, you know, apps can give you stickers and yeah. stuff like that, that go into, they'll show up in your sticker library and the and messages and also. There's interactive with that. Do we talk about in, interactive widgets? Oh yeah. Interactive widgets. Oh, the other yeah. big, I forgot. That's a pretty big one. Um, Apple has a couple. Um, there's a, there's a, already a few third party ones that are, that are cool. Um, it's basically, so as a, in iOS 16, widgets were just shortcuts. They showed mm-hmm. you something you tapped on and, and you went to the app that it was showing you. Now, like you can check off to-do list items. You can uh, read messages or, or delete messages. I'm not, I'm not sure what they all are, but you can, uh, uh, I know in, in the home app, you can turn off lights and stuff. So you can do like little actions without having to jump all the way to the app that, that it's linked to. So that's that's pretty sick. Yeah. Yep, and it and third party app developers can do yeah, this. There's, stuff a, there's too, already so. a bunch of them that you know mm-hmm. some of them are are quite good. We also have iPad OS 17, which has uh, new lock screens. You you can uh, it has uh, an old lock screen. We could be <laughs> to be to be fair. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, you you could personalize it a little more, I guess. It's the same as it. Well, I I mean, what I mean is, it was on the iPhone last year, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's that's this year's. Uh, it's coming coming to iPad thing. There's a at one year. There's always like a thing that came to iPhone last year that you're like, why isn't this on iPad? And it comes the next year, and yeah. that's this year. It's that. It's the lock screen thing, and they get the interactive widgets right away, don't they? Yes, I forget. Uh, yes, I believe so. Presumably, the lock screen is a precursor to the always-on display, which will come to the iPad Pro when it gets an OLED screen sometime in the middle of next year. Probably most importantly is that Apple did some improvements to Stage Manager. I have not played around with Stage Manager on the iPad. Have you guys messed around with it? I I don't really use it, but I do agree that it's an important feature if that's going to be like the future of multitasking on the iPad, which I think it probably will be. And that's what the point is. It, it yeah. has to be a lot better than it was in iOS 16. And again, I, I'm not an expert on it, but from what I read and from certainly the changes that they in, in, introduced, most notably the ability to resize windows without jumping to a preset, um, you know, like it, it was, it was very wonky and, and, and yeah. kind of jittery. There were this is specific sizes you had to be. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, I haven't messed with it either. Um, my iPad use is not typically very multitasky. Like I'm usually yeah. sitting in an app the whole time. Yeah, same. Uh, and then if I'm going to multitask a lot, I grab my MacBook. Like I'd yeah. much rather have my keyboard. I'm definitely doing something where I want my keyboard and trackpad on that. Right. Um, so that's, but that's 
how I use an iPad. So it's not something I've run into a lot, but they need to get it so good that they can get rid of the like four other ways to multitask on an iPad. Because now they just added another one and didn't take away any of the old ones. So now you've got like split screen and slide over and all this (laughs) other stuff. And it's, and stage manager thing is still there. Yeah, it's, it's true. The health app is now on the iPad. Yeah. If you've been using the iPhone health app, you can sync your data and you can then see it on the iPad. A lot of the iOS 17 features made its way to the iPad update, including the FaceTime stuff, uh, the stickers. What else? It does have um, interactive widgets, by the way. We never, we never circle back to that. But iPad OS oh, okay, right. does get the same yeah. interactive widgets, as yeah. right. and it has the new voice mod. I should say voice mod language model that helps it do better dictation, autocorrect, Siri, all that other stuff. All that's in yeah. there. They talked about it on. Um, they talked about it as an iPad feature, but it's really on iPad and iPhone, and I think Mac. Um, but it's coming later this year, and I'm really looking forward to it. It's like PDF autofill. Yeah. Like you can you can take any PDF and even a scan. Like you know, you sh- you can use your iPhone to scan documents and stuff, which I do all the time for things like yeah. vaccination records and whatever. Um, and if it's got a place to fill in name and address and all that other stuff, it will literally use machine learning to read the text of this thing of this PDF, know what's supposed to be in that form, and autofill it for you. If it's got that autofill information, like it would autofill a form online, like your address and all that other stuff. That's killer. <laughs> I, I love that. I've always tried to use that to like, I've used my iPhone and my iPad, stuff like that to sign PDFs. But as soon as you have to fill in information, it's a pain to like select fields and try and type. And then it's not lined even, up. Even with markup, it's a, it's a pain. It's not, yeah. they're not getting things to, to line up. Yeah. yeah. And, and just like autofill on a, it's autofill on a physical document. I can literally scan a physical sheet of paper form and autofill it and then sign it on my phone and print it out and be like, I filled all this out. It's awesome. Um, I, if it works well, I, I really don't know how much info it will be able to autofill, but anything's a help. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's that's coming later this year. I've been dying to try that out. It hasn't been in the betas and stuff. Yeah, so a lot of good stuff in iPad OS. I don't mean to gloss over it. It's just that a lot of the stuff that was in iOS 17 is in yeah. iPad OS 17. I want standby on my iPad. I would leave my iPad plugged in and horizontal if it was a clock calendar widget thingy. <laughs> That'd be great. That's next year's. I'm, I'm calling it. That's iPad OS 18. Standby comes to iPad. And it's only going to yeah, be yeah. on the iPad Pro with that OLED display now. Right. I mean, it, it's it's pretty perfect for like the mini. It's like a little. Yeah. Oh, that'd be killer. Display or something. Yeah. I would. I, yeah. I would mount that on like in my kitchen on like a little wall under the counter where you can't see. I would do that. Yeah. It's. It's. Uh, like if I was like like if I was Tim Cook, and I'm looking at the features that they're designing, I'd be like, well, why isn't this on the iPad? There's got to be a reason. Maybe it's his yeah. choice. 
maybe he's like no we'll cut it off here because he wants the iphone to be special i don't know but Mm. that's a tailor-made ipad feature it just seems like there's development teams that are working hand in hand in some ways but in other ways like the left hand doesn't know what the right hand's doing and they're not planning these features out as being across the ecosystem from the to to start with they're like we're gonna make this the iphone teams like we're gonna make this iphone feature and then it kind of gets ported to be everywhere else maybe but there's also a ton of them that are overlap so they're definitely like i don't think the standby people were like well no don't don't show this to the ipad people (laughs) like there's got to be a conscious reason or why they're but on the other hand why would you ever from the beginning develop the health app not to be on ipad i agree or or weather or the weather app yeah right why like why did that take years to come to ipad or calculator will say like i i can kind of understand (laughs) calculator but like but why i can't we still don't harm in having a calculator on the ipad the reasoning yeah. Steve Jobs gave was that, well, my iPhone's there and it's a it's easier to use or something like that. But even if it was yeah. just like a little a little I don't want to have to get it out on the iPad. Right. It doesn't and have especially to be a full now that you have you like, don't want it to be. And as soon as they had like slide over, it was perfect. Like yes. yeah, now I just poop and I get my calculator. Like one hundred percent. Yeah, it's just it's so confounding that this continues to be a thing. And it, and it's it's the it's the Mac too, like the, the the clock app and things like like they just do these they make these decisions that's like like what, what like what's the reason yeah here? we're we're not really talking so much about macOS this week since it's not out till next week but I will say that that's kind of my favorite thing about macOS um, Sonoma is that it it really is picking up some of those like how come this has never been on Mac things you've got mm-hmm. a great weather app now uh, you've got um, uh the timers multiple timers and they sync and stuff like that like they they finally kind of got all those things where we've not all of them but a lot of the things where we've been going like how come this is not on mac is (laughs) feels like it's been addressed we also have watch os 10 watch os 10 is 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 quite different and quite good and it's not going to get the attention that ios 17 gets it didn't even get the attention on our site and we write about this stuff, but <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's really good. Yeah. Like it's, I mean, really you don't good. do they as much with, figured out with that watches. side button. Yeah, yeah. Right. Right. You don't, right. It's exactly right. You, you can probably count in minutes the amount of time you spend interacting with your watch every day. But mm-hmm. when you do, you're going to notice like, wow, this is really nice. The finally the side button does like what it's supposed to do. It finally has a purpose that you're actually going to use it to bring up that control center, which is what it should be. You swipe yeah. up and you get widgets. Even like animations are smoother. Like it's just they really kind of sat down and said, "All right, how we, how do we use this thing every day? How do we need to interact with the with the the software and the hardware? How do how can they kind of work together?" And you know, the result is is probably five years overdue, but it's really good. I agree. I, I can't tell you how many times I've tried to show people that control center exists. Like, yeah, <laughs> on, right. It's, it, and you're, and they, they, it's like swipe up from the bottom of the screen and they, and they, and they, miss it, it, or they, or they don't do or they miss or, it. Yeah. Or, and as soon as you even show them, they don't, they don't remember it next time they need to do something. And it's like, you, all you're trying to do is show them to turn on theater mode. Even like the, the app screen. So mm-hmm. you, if you leave it on that, the the app, the images, 
or what are the icons yes. it's no longer where you, where it's like free forming you kind of have to go all over the place to find them it's it's in a single row you just scroll up and down to find the one you want and if you get to the bottom it's a little button that says list view you tap that and it goes into list view like it's just all yeah. these nice little quality of life improvements that is they make the os so much smarter and so much better i mean i use list view anyway i like default to it but yep, yep. yeah it's pressing the crown brings up your apps uh double tapping the crown brings up your recent apps and then tapping the side button brings up your control center um and that's yep. and then you can either swipe up on the screen or tap the crown uh, slide the crown up to get your like little tiles and it's yep. like a smart and it's a smart stack so it's like the thing you tap the most recently it gets up there first you know and they did things like they vastly improved the interface for the weather app which yeah, i used all the time but i hated so it, much better you know? it's terrible it was yeah. terrible before yeah so yeah, everything yeah, they, is like full screen so now and glanceable and you know you don't have to like tap around or even really spend yeah. much time looking at it it's and everything yeah. looks real nice animations are, are fantastic it's just really really good and the snoopy watch face <laughs> <laughs> you let you guys are laughing but i'm telling you no i know we know you no we're laughing in agreement <laughs> i'm challenging you to put it on and then tell me i'm wrong <laughs> that that's the I'll best feature. I, I i haven't i haven't changed the watch face i will i will add the snoopy watch today promise <laughs> uh one thing we forgot or i forgot about when we were talking about iOS 17 the um uh and this ties into apple watch too the music app has been kind of like refined i'll say and yes. there's like you know the the interface is nicer the uh you know getting around is better when you're playing a song you get like full screen previews with like animated gifs for the album art it's it's really nice mm -hmm. i know apple music went through its growing pains for a while and people were like oh this is terrible and spotify is so much better but over the last couple of years and you know bring, leading to ios 17 it's like legitimately the best music service i've used i i i have a i have a free spotify subscription now but i do use it i've tried the other ones like apple music is is quite good so yeah they've, they've if, been just keep they've been putting one foot in front of the other and just yeah. making steady improvements it's still there's still one thing it doesn't do that that i can't get and don't understand and and it's the simplest thing why can't i swipe left and right to go to the previous and next track like why yeah, okay yeah why like i'm if i'm if i'm on the now playing screen and there's a big piece of album art like i should just be able to swipe forward or backward i have to tap those forward and back track buttons instead uh that's got to be somebody's got a stupid patent that should never exist it's got to be because <laughs> it seems like the most obvious thing in the world but yeah other than that i i've, I've come to really like it um i no longer have a spotify because if i'm going to pay for apple one yeah then me and my six family members are going to have sure. apple music and it's going to be fine i always tell my son he's he's 10 like man if i had this when i was your age you know how much money i would have saved uh. on music <laughs> cds yeah i know oh my god it's 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 staggering yeah. <laughs> between like 13 and 25 or however long i stopped buying records like man college so was much, the, the so age when CDs were just starting to get popular 
to end of my high school. But in college, by college, it was like there were car CD players and everyone had a portable CD player or a CD player boombox. And that was the highlight of the buying like targets, CD towers, plastic CD towers, and those bags that you kept in your car of like the sleeves where you, you had like eight hundred CDs and sleeves in a, in a binder in your car and stuff like that was, that was the whole time. I can't tell you how yeah. many, I, how much money I must have spent. In college, I my brother had a job at a record store. So at a, at a CD, at a music store. And we yeah. was, he was yeah. the most popular friend out of, you know. Oh all, yeah. Got a bet. Cause he, cause he had the discount. So he would spend, I mean, one, one CD is more. Yeah. Than half a music subscription. One. And I, yeah. I mean, I don't know how many I bought a month, but it was more than one, <laughs> especially as <laughs> a student. But yeah, if you, it, a non-sale price was 15 to 20 bucks. Yeah. If yeah. you were lucky, you could find something on sale for like 12 right. or 10. Yeah. But it was like several years old and, you know, with, a, yeah, with, with exactly. crappy liner notes. <laughs> <laughs> and then we also have TVOS, which we kind of mentioned with the iOS new features is tvos now has support for facetime uh call so you can use it with your tv in your mm -hmm. living room which is very convenient are there any other features that tvos has i don't have a tv apple tv so i don't I don't really follow uh, they, TVOS. uh no. they redid the um what do you call it the control center Oh, Which, right, right. So, so now when you, if you're on the home screen and you pick the little bubble at the top, or if you hold down the, the TV button, if you're in an app and it pops that up, it makes it just, it's kind of just like a redesign that makes it a little easier to choose which profile you've got loaded because there's different people have different profiles, which will suggest different, you know, you want to switch over to yours because you're going to get different suggested shows and stuff for the things you watch and all. Um, and you can control some home kit things through there and stuff. And it's, so it's just like a little, it's cleaned up and a little easier, especially if you're doing things like making the sound come through your AirPods and then you want to switch it back to the TV speakers and stuff. It's just like going to be a little less complicated to go through all that stuff. Uh, the other thing is that they added, if you have the newest Siri remote, the second gen Siri remote. Um, you can things I'm trying to it thinks I'm trying to do the thing that I just said. Uh, you can locate it like you do, like an AirTag or something. You can it'll move you closer to it. You uh, they they a little bit back added Apple Music Sing, which was like karaoke in the mm. Apple Music app, and now it's. It's it, that'll use continuity camera too, so you can put your phone up there and like see yourself on screen singing while you do your thing. Um, also, the home screen now has six row, a sixth row of apps instead of five, so the icons are okay. a little bit smaller, and you'll hmm. see more of them at once. I hadn't even is... noticed because I only used oh, the yeah? top two. <laughs> well, it's still six. Yeah, there's six in the shelf and there's six in the uh, uh, all of them. So there's they're slightly yeah. smaller, and you can, okay. you can get more of them at once. But yeah, it's not something that you might. I mean, if you use muscle memory, the app that was in the top right will now be in the second to the top right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Jason mentioned the AirPods. There are actually new features with the second gen AirPod Pro and the and iOS 17. Uh, you have to do a firmware update to get the new features for the AirPods Pro. Again, it's only the second gen. And then there are a couple of updates that apply to, I believe, I think almost all the AirPods, uh, maybe not like the oldest uh, regular AirPods. Right. But, so like there's the, a new adaptive audio, uh, which is kind of a mode between transparency and active noise cancellation if you've tried it out it's really slick it's it's actually really cool it's like you'll you're kind of in transparency mode when other things are fairly quiet but then if you get to uh you're going back by somebody who's running their leaf blower or something it'll dial up the noise canceling and dial down the transparency Mm -hmm. Um, and it would have been like a car honks, it'll let that through and stuff. So it's, it's actually this kind of nice, automatically, constantly adjusting amount of, of it's like th- think of a slider between transparency and noise reduction, and it's just moving all the time based on what's happening around you. There's a new per- personalized volume feature, it's supposed to uh kind of learn your environmental conditions and. And your listening preferences over time and then kind of adjust the audio appropriately automatically. Yeah. If you're like on BART and it's screaming through the tunnel, like BART always does really loud, (laughs) it'll, it'll kick up the volume so that you have the relative same sense of the volume to your hearing. And then you get off and you go into a building and it's quieter. It'll dial down the volume so that you're, the relative how loud it seems to you is stays pretty constant. Yeah. You know, there's a new conversation awareness feature. This is I mean, this. I think this has happened to all of us where we're wearing our AirPods and then someone comes up to us to talk to us, and we're, yes. we're still listening to what's going on. So this is supposed to be able to sense that there's a conversation happening and then turn down the volume of what's playing. But then it kind of enhances the voice of the person you're talking to, so that's that's a pretty handy feature. Yeah, it has yeah, to be. All, I don't have a person in uh, front of you, right? Because um, that's how it, the way they use the multiple mics is. It's the same as the conversation boost. It's got to be the person in front of you, so if you're facing someone. But it also does it on phone calls where. If you get on a phone call, it'll dial up noise canceling for out external noises so you can hear the phone call better. I don't have um, second gen AirPods Pro, but reading about them and hearing about them, it seems like these are all kind of paving the way for that day when we're wearing Vision Pro headsets and AirPods Mm -hmm. and walking around and all these little AI ML things kind of mm-hmm. make our make that experience just kind of seamless with you know blending that uh whatever it is that what do they call it the spatial spatial computing with with reality yeah, yeah. so you know you're someone someone walks up to you the the screen goes away the the airpod music stops playing you know and everything kind of kind of works together that you know the iphone 15 has the spatial videos like they're they're, they're paving the way it's going to be a couple of years probably more than a couple of years but all the pieces are starting to fall into place for that. Yeah. It's it's pretty it's pretty interesting. It is interesting that this is the first sort of major product line that they've launched where into an environment where all their other stuff already works together 
in mm-hmm. so many ways. So they're coming into it from the product design standpoint, like from the very product design, from the first iteration and version of this, of it being a thing that's going to work in concert with all your other Apple stuff. Mm-hmm. And then it's going forward like that, like the, all the other products, you know, like AirPods were made to work great with your, your iPhone and Apple Watch is only an iPhone accessory, but it's, it's has been quite a few years of kind of building more and more them working together and having features together, right? Mm-hmm. They really didn't yeah. do that much other than like, it shows your notifications. You know? <laughs> right. um, so yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting to see a product launched into that environment and with all those expectations and, and all that stuff planned from the get-go. That does it for this episode of the Macworld Podcast, episode 856. Thanks to Jason Cross. Thank you. Thanks to Michael Simon. Thank you, sir. And thanks to you, the audience. Thank you for tuning in. You can subscribe to the Macworld Podcast in the podcast app on Spotify or through any other podcast app. If you have any comments or questions, send us an email at podcast at macworld.com. Or contact us through Twitter, that's at Macworld, or on threads, that's at Macworld underscore HQ, or on the Macworld Facebook page. Join us in the next episode of the Macworld Podcast as we talk about the latest in the world of Apple. See you next time. Mm-hmm.